We are live. We did it. We did it. We We're went back. live on the internet. We're back. Two week. Two week break. One or I guess it's one week. One week. Break. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's been two weeks. You can blame Shaw Cable my for fault. that. Yeah, exactly. What? How's that? None of this is my fault. Shaw. Oh wait, you said Shaw. Oh, you said Shaw. <laughs> I heard Sean, and I was like, whoa. Yeah, you could... Actually, wait. No, I changed my mind. You can play Sean Booker for every yeah, problem you've ever had. That works. <laughs> I like this strategy. Just all of life's faults. Yeah, exactly. Nope. No, but um, last nope. Thursday, we had planned to do a late one because John had or was going to the uh, expo on Friday, I had to take a shift to train a new guy at work on Saturday, and then Sunday I was also just using that day to chill and not do stuff. So, yeah, basically it just didn't work out because Shaw went down and fucked up Sh uh, John's end <laughs> when yeah, we were planning we had, to do it. We had next to no internet until like 3 a.m. It was great. Yeah, that's fucking great. <laughs> that's awesome. That that's annoying. Yep. So that's why there was no show last weekend. Um, it was going to be probably just nothing, <laughs> to be honest. Anyway, I did, hadn't played less. a lot last weekend, so I played more this week. So, yeah, okay. I feel OK. Well, about before that. all that, John, how how was the expo? Yeah, expo was all right. Uh, we only went one day. We went Friday. Uh, spent much money, said hi to a lot of people. Yeah, what did you get? Bunch of video games, as always. That's all I grabbed, actually. Oh, and one little piece of art. That was about it. Okay, I went to. I went on Saturday. <clears throat> mm -hmm. uh, I picked up Medios for the DS. Nice. Um, the Disney version or the regular one? I. Uh, I have no. How do you tell? It said literally says Disney on there. Disney oh, okay, Medios, the regular like one. <clears throat> regular one. Yeah, a lot of people were like saying that game was great back when that recent Luminous game for oh. uh, iOS came out last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, Medios is good, but it destroys your screen. Oh, awesome. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, well, I'll play lightly, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, I got that. I, I got some art. That was most of what I picked up. I'm going to show you guys. I brought some show and tell. Sorry for the audio listeners. Yeah. But I mean, you could just search YouTube or go to YouTube and search top down perspective <laughs> and see if you wanted right. to see. So I start I started off buying some like super old school movie posters that I haven't I haven't seen these movies or anything. I just thought the posters were cool. Okay. Here's Lady Frankenstein. Okay. Can you guys read the text? Uh Yes. Kind of. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'll just I'll just I'll just read it for you guys. And at the top it says only the monster she made could satisfy her strange desires. Alright, I'm gonna put you full screen there so we can see. There. Okay. You're taking up the full right. screen now. Okay. So Okay. Sort of <laughs> reflection. <clears throat> Works but for me, I gotta cool. find something. I gotta find Very something. Nice. I, got, I um I got this one for my girlfriend because uh, she likes dinosaurs. Okay. It's uh when dinosaurs rule the earth. That's awesome. That's really cool. Why don't cool. you paint a word picture for uh, for the audio <clears throat> listeners? Boobs! And dinosaurs in the background. 
There yeah, so go. there's like, I don't know, like weird cave women, and then <laughs> like a dinosaur. In the back, there's a T-Rex like eating one of them. Weird cave women. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's exactly... Some yeah. of them are like dancing. Here's like a pterodactyl fighting like the long neck guy. I don't know. It's a pretty cool poster. Cool. And then I got two more. Okay. Just reach it. These... <clears throat> First one. These ones are bigger. Okay. Oh, that's Ooh. awesome. That's yeah, cool. Wanna, again, get, <clears throat> paint us a word picture, guys. I mean, it's Gozira done in... Um, yeah. I, I'm trying to remember that art style name. In, oh, my God. I don't know. It's just like... It's, like it's kind of simpl simplified. It's really kind of pop art. -y. Yeah. It's like black, white, and red. Yeah. It's very Pretty simple, cool, right? Prop it's propaganda cool. style. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, that's probably the best way to put it. Sure, I can agree to this. And then the the last poster I got, with topical, by the way. Ooh, oh, nice. I nice. saw that one at the expo. It was real good. Yeah. Again, what are you guys looking at? Samurai Jack. Hit it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> this one, the art style is so cool. But yeah, it's a giant Aku. Yep. And then Samurai Jack's like staring him down. Yeah. Anyway, so right now I have these in a little plexiglass sleeves. I need to get some frames for them. Yeah, nice. very cool. But that's what that's what I picked up. My my dad, I went my dad went with me. He picked up a Warriors poster. Also good choice. Yeah. Nice. I guess since oh, we're all doing show and tell, I'll I have a little show and tell too. Alright. Okay. I'll make you all large as well then. Oh no, don't do it. Don't do it. It's a mistake. I bought Tiger Electronics games. I bought <laughs> NBA Jam and Ninja Turtles. Nice. Okay. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Dimension X Assault. It's talking and apparently NBA Jam in Tiger Electronics form. And it and here's how you tell what team you're playing as cuz it says on the back what number they represent. Did you know that the Utah Jazz are apparently 13? No. no, that's it. Okay. That's what they are. They're thirteen. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> also, right. so are the Seventy Sixers. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, Wait, there was two just... different teams are the same number because East and West. Okay. Yeah, West has thirteen and East has fourteen. Okay. Hmm. So okay, cool. yeah, there was there was just a booth there that they had a bunch of games and they just had a, a giant pit of Tiger Electronics games and I was like. There was a ton of booths with games. Yeah, there was, there was pretty good picking this year. I also picked up uh, an expansion for Super Fight because it was cheaper there than down here. Nice. I think that's all. Yeah. I think that's all I picked up when I was up there. Cool. Sounds good. It was a good time. Yep, I enjoyed mm -hmm. it. Nice. Did you? Uh, what did you play on the way up? Because I know you had a few options with your new uh, Game Boy and all that. Right. Okay. So yeah, let's move into the let's move into the podcast. Yeah. Top down perspective. Uh, for May fifth, Cinco de Mayo. Yay! Hooray! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm here. Sean Paul is also here, and uh, and uh, John. Okay. So you want to start with me? What I've been playing? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Okay. I did not. I did not play my Game Boy. Oh what? Uh, what? But I because I, I was busy with my Switch. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. fair, fair. Um, so uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris came out. 
Yeah. Uh, f- a fun story about before I actually pl- talk about playing the game. I I ordered it on Amazon because Amazon has their their twenty percent off thing. Mm-hmm. So I think after tax, it ended up being around thirty five bucks or something. Okay. okay. <clears throat> and then I and then I realized wait they're selling it online like a, the digital version is ten bucks cheaper. It's thirty bucks. And I would prefer that because I I would I prefer having my handheld stuff just all on the system. I got that big SD card and everything. Let's let's get it all digital. Um, but in Canada, it's it's forty Canadian. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh crap! I got this problem again, right? I have to yeah. buy everything Canadian, blah blah blah. So I remembered that a few months or I guess a month or so back, someone sent in that Reddit thread um, with how you can like unlink your account and everything. Uh, so I gave that a try finally, and it worked perfectly. Good. Awesome. Yeah. So all I have so you to do. So finally have a U.S. account now? No, no. It's a Canadian account. So what I do is I unlink it from um, my Nintendo network ID or whatever. It's like my Nintendo account and there's like Nintendo ID. They're like two separate things that are uh-huh. linked. I unlink that. Then I can change my region. And then so I change it to uh, the States. And it's just like fine. And then and then I'm uh, the store. uh when I open it up is now an American and I can use my American cards and everything. And then when I'm done, I just link my Nintendo account back and it goes, Oh, Hey, you have to change your region settings. Cause this, this ID account is Canadian. And so I'm like, that's fine. And everything's good. It's tied to, you know, Sean, it's on my system. I only have one account on my system. Everything's good. I think the only thing I miss out on is, uh, those coins, yeah, like the, the my Nintendo points? points. Yeah, right. Yeah, but like, who cares? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that was great, and uh, so yeah, I, I returned the the physical copy. The actually, that's not true. The other thing I missed out on is the physical copy came with two keychains. I mean, they're nice keychains. Um, sure. I mean. They're keychains. I'm, I'm just telling you, like, I have the physical. The keychains are nice. Okay. Are you using them? I have too many keychains already. He has a lot okay. of keychains. <laughs> Do you use any of them? Uh, if I was going to use one, I would probably use the Tetris piece. Okay. I'm not a big keychain guy, so I'm very, like, minimalist in what goes in my pockets. Yeah. Um. Uh, so I, I'm not uh, upset that I had to send those keychains back. And so, yeah, I got on the system, and that, that was great. That worked perfectly. Cool. <clears throat> uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris is uh, a lot of fun. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, the story, I'm not, I'm not super invested in it. No, it's a, little, it's, it's a, it's a throwaway story. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little much, um, but it's like the, the weakest in just getting you in to play it. Uh, the fusion mode is super difficult. I, I find. Is that the one like, where you play like the you have Tetris pieces that fall and Poyo pieces that fall? Yeah. Yeah, that one's the weirdest mode out of them all, honestly. Yeah. So do you have it? Are you playing it? Oh, dude, I've got like four versions of this game. I've been I've had <laughs> Japanese versions for a long time. Okay. All right. All right. But yeah, yes, so I, have, I, would... I have the Switch one. But yeah. Yeah. So I was talking about the combined version. Yeah, it's weird to get used to. Um. It's still fun, though, but yeah, I haven't done any online stuff or anything yet. I've just been playing uh, the story mode and then some um, local 
uh, two player, like with my girlfriend, she's pretty into it as well. Nice. Now, were you were um, using the the Joy Cons, just one Joy Con each, or how were you yes. controlling? Yep. How how is that to play that game? It was fine. I mean, it, I don't think either of us ever really got like to the point where it was going super fast before one of us lost. Mm. Uh, she she's actually not that great at it. Um, but yeah, I didn't really have much of an issue. Like it's it's basically kind of like a like a one button game. Is there even buttons involved? Yeah. Yeah, there's Yeah, well, to, to rotate. Yeah, to rotate. And to like <laughs> hold pieces in Tetris and stuff like that. Right, right. To the hold them. Yep. Um it's good. I think I like Tetris more than Poyo Poyo. Yeah. I just can't with, seem I'm to figure out like how to get like huge score multipliers going the, as easily as I can with Tetris. The skill ceiling on Poyo is way higher and way harder than it is for Tetris. Yeah, I mean, Tetris is easy enough. It's like I I know how to set up a Tetris and I know how to set up like a couple in a row. Like I just, you know, ignore one line and then you can make a Tetris eventually. Poyo, it's like you got to be thinking like four moves ahead and I just lack of experience, I guess, maybe. So mm. I like Tetris a bit more. <clears throat> um, Yeah, so I've been playing that. I was playing a, a bunch of Zelda on the plane as well. The switch on the plane is great. That just makes the plane trip like, you know, no pun intended, but fly by. <laughs> um, OK, so unless you're unless your plane doesn't have uh, outlets, then it's kind of a bummer. And I had one plane like that. On the way back. No, on the way up. There. On the way up. Oh, yep. Um, yeah, so I finished the fourth uh, dungeon. And now I'm just kind of like doing more stuff before I go finish the game. Yeah. Hanging out. Yep. Um, Zelda's Zelda's still pretty good. Uh, oh, quick note. Um, I've, I finished everything in Lara Croft Go. And I just wanted to say that second piece of DLC, which is the most recent one, yeah. is awesome. Oh, okay. Um, both the DLCs are real fun. But that, that new one, the mirror one, is super cool. And they do some new mechanics and stuff that is just really fun. Can't recommend Lara Croft Go enough. Um, and then the thing I played most recently is I played through all, all of Abzu. Yeah, I'm interested to hear you talk a little bit about yeah, this. Because this this was um, a PlayStation Plus title. Mm-hmm. So it's free right now. Um, I recommend it. If it's it's a lot like Journey mm-hmm. um, to the point where there's, def- there's definitely like set piece moments from Journey that they do in this one that it's like, oh, this is this is that part from Journey. Um which that sounds kind of boring, back, though, if they're just well, doing no, that, that again. But then in the back half of the game, yeah. it is definitely not Journey. It's like, okay. wow, there's like a lot more going on here. This is kind of just like ridiculous. Okay. I don't want to spoil what it is. Yeah. Um, I, I did it in one sitting, and it was I don't think it was even two hours long. Pretty short. Um, okay. Yeah, so it's neat. Which is actually, that was really nice to have that, because a lot of the other games I've been playing have been like Zelda or Horizon, or Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. Which, the end is, like, not in sight. And, like, I'm, I'm not trying to get to the end. So having this, like, start-to-finish, bite-size thing uh, was was enjoyable. Poyo Poyo Tetris, again, you know, story mode is going to take a while, but also it's not really a game that's going to have, like, a definitive, like, I'm done, I'm done with this kind of thing. Sure. Um, but Abzu, yeah. So I would recommend it if you like Journey and those kind of stuff. Um, and it's easy enough just to go through hour and a half, two hours tops. 
uh, but I had fun with it. It was it was pretty cool, and uh, and there's some fun stuff in the back half that I really was not expecting. Cool. I look forward to trying it out. Yeah, you definitely should. Um, that's that's basically what I've been playing. How about let's get John out of the way? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> yeah, played a little bit of Poyo Poyo Tetris. Now that's in English, still good. Uh, I got to uh the top rank in Super Bomberman R. Nice, I congrats. I talked about that previously. You didn't. So, I mean, God, God League A, I believe is what it's called. God tier. Yeah. Yeah, God tier. Nice. So, all that, all that means is if I ever play ranked again, I'm just going to get my ass kicked because all I'll do is lose <laughs> points. Oh. Hooray! Yay, the game's over for me. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The worst part is, like, there's still a shit ton of stuff I need to unlock. Like, mm. with the, they don't get enough coins on the way up there to actually justify buying everything. Like, I'm still missing a character. And almost every like cosmetic accessory, but I have all the stages. Somebody was telling me like a breakdown of how much it costs for stuff in that game. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, that was, that was probably Juker because Juker's been grinding out on the final boss to earn currency to unlock everything. Oh really? And so he's the one. Who, he's the one that told me like each cosmetic item has is has like eight tiers to it, and oh, like they God. start like it's like five hundred for the first tier. Then yeah. it's like 750, then it's 1,000, and apparently somewhere along the way, it just jumps up dramatically, and the final tier is 10,000. God, man. So, <laughs> yeah, so keep in mind, I've bought like five accessories at tier one. Uh, I bought all what the stages. What like, changes? Is like a, like a stripe on the shirt? Or like, what like, are we talking uh, about? All, all the cosmetic accessories are <laughs> like uh, for the little ball on Bomberman's head. You can replace it with a bunch of stuff. Oh. Like, I, I wear a top hat. Usually, I used to wear a guitar on my head. You can get like cakes, ice cream, balls, bombs, just whatever. Can you get something with the Switch logo on it? Surprisingly, no. I, I oh, so it's not the best Switch launch title. It's not Zelda, no. <laughs> no, it's not Zelda. Uh, <laughs> Zero out of ten, not uh, Zelda. <laughs> there you go. And there's like five characters, or yeah, sorry, six characters you can unlock. Uh, five of them are five thousand coins each, but then one is thirty thousand coins. So hmm, she okay. she is basically the cost of the other five characters combined and then some. Is she awesome or something? Mm, she's just uh, she's actually just a reskin of another character, a reskin and I guess a dialogue change. Hmm. Oh great, that sounds worth it. Mm. Yeah, I don't understand <clears throat> why. And they're adding like new characters soon too, and I'm wondering if you have to buy those as well. Like all the Konami characters are coming soon. Oh man, of, like like buying unlocks and stuff. In Puyo Puyo Tetris, what should I unlock with my credits? Because they seem to take a while to accumulate. Mm-hmm. What do I What do I want? Do I want like voice packs or like what would you recommend? Uh, do the aesthetics if you like the aesthetics, because you can set either random or you can lock onto one that you really like. Like okay. when, I'm gonna play it a bit more and buy the crayon ones that they show you in tutorial mode, because I actually kind of like the look of that, at least for Tetris. Okay, I don't think I did any of the tutorials, but okay, good to know. Because right now I was I was thinking. Oh, maybe voice packs, and they're the most expensive. And you know, I'll get to hear different stuff. But mm. I don't know. It's good, good to have the recommendation. I, I think the voice packs are. I don't even know if they're just for like listening to, or if they're actually just for while you're going through in the menu. I don't remember. They're not in game. I don't believe so because the characters you already get the voice packs for them if you play as them. I just thought like if I'm playing like quick play or whatever, they would start saying different stuff. But it might. I don't know. Awful. I like. Oh, I haven't okay. bought them. I. I did okay. not care enough to buy them. I, okay. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. Uh, other than that, been still working through Persona Five. 
uh, right before the podcast, we got to what looks to be the start of the final story arc, and the story basically just went off the fucking rails. Yeah, that sounds about right. In a good good way, or what? (laughs) Well, yeah, in a good way, but it was also just like, like up to that point, it's like, all right, you know this this story beat is coming. We've warned you about it numerous times, but then it finally happens, and you're like, holy shit, how the fuck does this all work? (laughs) Okay, that sounds good. Nice. Like, I'm How really many hours are you in? It's oof, 106. Yo. All right. Wow. Yeah, we we took our time. Like probably at least six of those hours are just from the game being left on for various reasons. Okay. But yeah. like, I'll take I'll take my time going through one of the dungeons or one of the randomized dungeons. So like, I'll get more levels and stuff like that. Uh, and we've just been kind of rela- going at a relaxing pace and not like min maxing it and listening to the dialogue too that's another thing like we'll let the voice actors actually talk yeah and that's yeah. that slows things down considerably but it's more, yeah no, I, we've it's been playing it. that for a long time yeah i mean you're still loving it yep still enjoying it i Good. really want to know how this story ends yeah cool cool man what was the last game before this you put a hundred hours into zelda okay yeah so you know a month ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> We, yeah, we went from one 100-hour game to another 100-hour game. We've actually clocked more time on Persona than Zelda. Might I recon- recommend Abzu? Finish it in two hours, uh, <laughs> which is refreshing. Nice, yeah. True, I could, go, I could go for a short palate cleanser after this. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Sean, uh, someone in the chat is saying that they are actually alternate voice lines, so I guess they do happen in-game. The voices yeah, but, honestly but seem like the same but the lines, the but they sound say... different. Yeah, in chat, they didn't mention if that's in-game or if that's just, like, what? Well, that would imply it's it's in-game. Okay. And then someone else said the voices seem like they're the same lines, but they sound different. So I don't know who to believe. These two people will have to fight, and whoever wins, I'll believe them. Yeah, All right, that makes sense. And you played anything else, John? Uh, that's pretty much it. It's been Persona all the time, pretty much. Paul. Yeah, we got to jump back on Persona 5 here. Kind of fell off. All right. um, <clears throat> no, sorry. Like, I mean, here at my household, we need to jump back oh. on it because uh, schedules aren't lining up exactly right now and we're playing it together. So that's what happens that's when same, you play same a game. Thing we're with, doing here. Yeah. <laughs> what happens when you play a game with a person? Like, your schedules can sometimes conflict. Uh, I started playing a game called Gloom. It's an indie roguelike game that uses a lot of Dark Souls elements and looks like Limbo. If that paints a decent picture of what it is. Basically, it's a 2D platforming roguelike type thing where you have different weaponry like axes, swords, and whatnot that have different animations and how fast they wind up and how much damage they do and all that sort of stuff that you can pick up from certain rooms or buy from... uh, smith guy or whatnot and you attack things and you try to make progress and kill bosses and yeah it's a dark souls 2 or it's a dark souls like game in 2d with a limbo type of style the high contrast black and white style of gameplay it's fun it's pretty fun um it seems like it was developed by two dudes now that i'm looking it up so yeah, I don't know how long it is, but like, like two people, or is the company's <clears throat> name two dudes? No, two people. The company name okay. is Hunchback Studio. But uh, right. yeah, that's been a fun little thing for 
a couple bucks that people can buy on Steam if that sounds at all interesting to them. I've been liking it, and it doesn't seem like it's procedurally generated the way you go in the levels. It's just what's procedurally generated is the enemies in some spots. So, yeah, it's not fully roguelite that way, I guess. Just the fact that you can pick up different weapons and, like, passive items that make you stronger in certain ways and all that stuff. But yeah, it's super fun, and people should check that out. I said a couple weeks ago, like two weeks ago, that there's no way I would ever play Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, and then somebody gave me money to buy it, Mm -hmm. and I felt like I had to. So I've been playing Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, specifically with Nathan lately, because he got he was super excited about it for some reason, and I had it. So I've been playing with him, and that game's fine. It plays like Daisy or Arma or those games that it's modeled exactly after. There's nothing too new there. There's a few changes that like make it more streamlined, and I think that's probably why people picked up on it as much as they did. There's only a certain amount of weapons in the game and certain types of ammo and all that sort of stuff. So it's not overly confusing of what you can get and super intuitive on how to like equip modifications on your weapons or de-equip them and all that sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, it's one of these hundred people go in one person wins type games. It's fast and snappy and keeps you going. It's fun. It's fine. I tried it a little bit alone. I didn't have that much fun in it because for that, I like the more meticulous, like, I really like DayZ for playing alone because it's just like this oppressive shitty world that like when you're in a gunfight with someone, it's actually terrifying because it's just like two hours of nothing and just scrounging and trying to survive. And then you hear like a bullet whiz by your head and it's like the most stressful, terrifying situation ever, especially if you don't have a weapon. And this doesn't have that? This doesn't have that. This is just, oh, there's guns everywhere. Derp, derp, derp. Shoot, shoot, shoot. It's just more actiony. So have you won yet? Yeah, the first day I had it actually. <laughs> oh, like this? You won in solo? We, we no, we won a squad. I haven't played a whole lot solo. We there's a okay. You can play solo duos, so with another person or squads of four. We won a squad game the first day, and um, Nathan and I have been playing duos. I just find it funner playing with another person. I won't play that game alone. So, but okay, yeah, no, it's totally fine. It's a fine game. I understand and, when you're um mm-hmm. when you're at the beginning when you're flying in on the plane, it's if you have voice chat on, it's just like the worst thing in the world. If you play any multiplayer game and have voice chat on, it's the worst thing in the world. So I just shut that <laughs> shit off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just shut that shit off. Actually, when I'm playing DAZ, I leave that on because it's super important to for your survival sometimes. Sure. But, yeah, another reason why I kind of like that single-player situation better. But um, it's totally fine. Again, uh, like, I wasn't looking forward to it or anything, which is why I wasn't going to buy it until somebody kind of forced me to, forced my hand, which is fine. Um, I would recommend if people want this type of game to buy it, though, because it is the one people are playing right now. It's in the zeitgeist. Like, if you go to Arma 3 or something, you're probably going to be finding most of those people are playing this like just get the one people are playing so you can actually find a game in time the culling is completely dead don't go for the culling like just go for the one people are playing and that's this it's pretty fast to find games like less than five minutes you'll usually find a hundred people to match up with and you're playing again 
<clears throat> it's super popular right now, yeah. It's super popular. Yeah. That's how it's those games kind of go. For sure. And, like, they've been doing changes a lot, so hopefully it isn't just a flash in the pan and they're able to keep this thing going. But it very well might, like, die with the next change they make that makes guns more powerful or something and people that were super into it think it's bullshit now and then quit and everybody quits because of it, like... That's just how that shit can go. So hopefully it works out for them. But either way, they've made their money for sure. Uh, I've been playing The Evil Within and like actually playing it because I played it for about three to four hours before up to about chapter six when it came out like two years ago, three years ago, whenever that was. And um, I hated it. And that game gets way worse. That game gets so fucking bad. It's like laughable. It goes from a disappointing survival horror game to a shitty third-person action shooter pretty quick. And, yeah, I haven't been having that much fun with it. I think the most annoying thing about it is with uh, Shinji Mikami behind it, who, like, has shown he can do horror by doing the Resident Evil series and, like, revitalizing that series and getting people back into it after the old days and all that stuff... It's super disappointing to know that, like, a dude who can do well just did, like, mediocre at best. Especially since <clears throat> the game overall, like, it's bad, but it has some glimpses of, like, horror genius in it. And that's super frustrating, too. Because if it was just a bad game, I would revel in the fact that it's, like, a really bad game that went for it. That's kind of what Resident Evil 6 did, because that game is not good. But man, does it go for that shit in a lot of parts. And it like makes me forgive the fact that it just isn't that good of a game. The Evil Within never shows that it cares enough about its player to try something new or like interesting. But every now and then it'll just have like this weird moment of clarity where it's like, oh, right, this guy was really good one time at his job. And this like one scene showed it. So it's been a bummer, but... <clears throat> I'm almost done it. I have about an hour or two left, I'm told. I'm a, on the last chapter, I think. And I'm going to be doing all the DLC just to get it off my computer and, like, kind of file that in file for completed games never to be revisited. But, yeah, that's Okay, I was going to ask, why, why'd you go back to it? <clears throat> Seemed like you're not enjoying <clears throat> yourself. It's, it's not the worst horror game I've played, so okay. it's just the most disappointing. The worst horror game I played was Amy, and that was a few months ago. I, and I played through that, so why not finish this one off, I guess. Um, and as of today, I've been playing Prey. Prey came out. Ooh, I'm the new Prey? The new Prey. Yep. <clears throat> so, I didn't play the first Prey, but is it anything like that? No, it's so fucking different. It's nothing like that. This new Prey is basically like... Uh, Bioshock meets Dead Space with a little bit of like Soma stuff going in there the weird sci-fi like story stuff that you're not really sure what's going on the basic premise is that you're playing a character that or like a character that whose family is like well known or how I regarded scientist for making this invention called the Neuromod which is like a thing you shoot into your brain like a chip or something 
that will allow you to be good at something or like change your thought process. Like one it's like guy, Deus Ex. There's a little. There's a bunch of Deus Ex crap in there too, for sure. It's kind of like a combination of a bunch of weird sci-fi things or syndicate. It's less syndicate. Are you gonna it's rip more the Deus chips Ex. out of other people's heads once you beat them? No. That's, that's a cool what, game. That's a cool it's game, a cool but that's game. why it's less syndicate. It's actually more okay. Deus Ex. Yeah. Just, just like running <laughs> sideways with your gun. Sorry, no, when you're running, your gun goes sideways. Yeah. It's a cool game. Yeah. Uh, this game very much feels like Bioshock the first time you play Bioshock, where you find you're in this, like, giant, weird area. That sounds and awesome. You're, and you're trying to unlock what's, like, the story of what the fuck is going on. And I've been really enjoying it. Uh, unfortunately, I can't speak much more to it because I've been playing it for about three hours, like, before the podcast. I literally turned off the stream of me playing Prey to get water and then come back so that Sean could call me. So, like, I just mm, stopped sure. playing it. Um, it's super cool. There's a lot of, like, emails on computers that you can read for different people. There's a lot of names, like... This really feels like a facility that was running with people with names like as head of security and even just like the receptionist to the CEO and all this sort of crap. Right. And they all have their own computer terminals and they all have different emails. So I've been kind of like having a lot of fun building this world through like how people are talking. This sounds very to Deus each other. Ex. Yeah, no, for sure. It's very Deus Ex in that uh, the horror part of it comes with the alien type weird monster things i have no idea what they are yet are mimics what this means is that they take the form of random oh, like shit the treasure in chest. The, no like anything like the stupid annoying treasure chest right kind of but like it's a, this is more <laughs> like say you go into an area like the employee lounge and there's a bunch of stools at the bar one of those might be an enemy that when you go near it, it jumps out and gets you, and it's fucking mm -hmm. irritating. Oh, so actually kind of like the treasure chest. Kind of, but like, like you don't like have... It, it's always an object? I think it's more like the thing from the it's, thing. Yeah, it's more like that, but for inanimate objects, because this is made by the people who made Dishonored and like have that whole repertoire behind them, there's a bunch of shit you can just randomly pick up, like books and toss and all that sort of stuff. So there's just objects everywhere. And they made it a horror game by saying, hey, if there's going to be objects everywhere, what if the monsters could just, like, hide as one of the objects until you go near it? And it's fucking infuriating because I hate Polter jump guys. scares. And this game is, like, nothing but jump scares so far. I can see that. Like, there's, it's not, like, a scary but it's a shooter, situation. Right? It's a shooter, yeah, yeah. So could you just, like, shoot all of like the chairs when you enter a room or something or i mean you know, waste all your ammo wouldn't it yeah you could waste all your ammo and do that if you wanted to what i've been doing yeah. is just running in with my wrench literally hitting everything on a desk <laughs> so like i look like the crazy person <laughs> but you know that is yeah that is pretty funny I, you run in you hit every chair with your wrench yeah okay we're good yep oh yeah. man what a what a sight and then That's some of fun. the other creatures I've like encountered are called phantoms and they're just like bigger, weird monster, alien, whatever the fuck these are. They look almost like shadows or something and they like can two shot you because they're actually powerful and dangerous and all that. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's weird. It's a weird game, but I'm like 
super into it. I'm actually excited to go back and play more of it. Is there a part near the beginning where like the chair flies at you and then you're like, holy crap, I got to I got to tell someone about this. And then you bring them in and it's like, look at this flying chair. And it's just sitting there and they're like, what are you doing, man? This is just a regular chair. No, it's like, no, I swear I was flying around. No, but there is a moment where like an NPC picks up a cup of coffee and he's like, wait, where's all my coffee? And then the mug just like turns into the thing and grabs him. Oh, <laughs> that sounds badass. Yeah, dude. there's like dumb shit like that that's going on for sure. Yeah, so there's... Is there, there, is there any stuff. ties even like story-wise to the original Prey? No, the original Prey was about a Native American Indian dude, Tommy, who gets abducted when he's hanging out in the bar with a bunch of other... Native Americans, and then he has to like, then, like save his family, stuff, right, or something. Yeah, I've been. I just, I'm super curious if there's like an Easter egg somewhere in there that, like, I want, like maybe it's in the same universe, or like it's in, like maybe. you know, happened in a different part of the world. I never did beat that prey. I was actually wanting to revisit that prey before this one came out. I just haven't really had the time to. Also, I remember feeling really sick because you can't change the field of view. I think in the original prey, and it's like. It makes me want to vomit after an hour or two of playing. Weird. Um, yeah, Prey is very, very good. If you like games like Bioshock and Dishonored, like just imagine those mixing together with a cool sci-fi premise. And it's yeah, I highly, highly recommend it to anybody who thinks okay. that's cool. Also, it has one of the best openings for like title cards and stuff that I've seen in a game. That's just really, really nice. Always a fan of that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, just before we move on, someone in the chat also said that uh, they listened to the Poyo Poyo voices, and the, uh, someone was right. It's the same lines, but they sound different. Hooray! Different sounding voice. Okay. So maybe like one of them, they're like yelling it or like whispering. I don't know. Sounds awful. That sounds <laughs> like a waste of my credits. Okay. Buy the aesthetics, then. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. News. There's a whole bunch because it's been two weeks. Sure. Um, Forza Horizon 3 is getting a Hot Wheels expansion. Yeah. In this trailer, because <laughs> yeah, this yeah. looks awesome. It does that look really awesome. good. This looks so fun. So not only are the Hot Wheel cars, because they could easily have just put the Hot Wheel cars in there, right? And like, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if they'd done that before. But you, they got the orange tracks just in the world yep. that you're driving on and stuff. And it's still day night cycle. So sometimes it's night while you're driving on a big orange loop to loop. This yep. looks like a ton of fun. No, this is like what they had to do. This is actually perfect. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to this. I'm I'm probably I'm gonna try and play this for sure. Mm -hmm. This this will be I hope it's good. Um because my expectations I've like I've been hyped up. So this yeah. is a really cool thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh Call of Duty World War II was announced. Yep. Looks like Band of Brothers Call of Duty style, basically. Who who's excited? I am actually. I am looking forward to okay. this. I'm looking forward to seeing were you, were how you they. Are you tired of, of futuristic stuff? Kind of. Because, like, okay. Call of Duty wasn't the only shooter that started doing a lot of futuristic stuff. So, like, that just kind of right. got oversaturated. Um, right. I'm kind of excited to see how they go back to, like, boots on the ground, just rough military crap that's Time going machine. on. Time machine. Well, no, I hope. Well. <laughs> I, I, jumps in a I time don't know machine, if I hope brings, not. brings back all the future <laughs> weapons with him, and yeah. it's the same game, but it's just set in the past. That's the thing, right? Is that if they make like 
packs that you can buy, like weapon packs later on or whatever. If they put like some weird like laser gun or cannon or something, people will probably or the be a little mad, right? From Splatoon Two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'd be pretty great. Yeah, no, I am excited. I want to see how they do World War Two again because it's been a while for one thing, but. Like, I just want to see them try to make that interesting. I don't think they're going to. I think there's going to be a failure there, but I want to see it. So, Well, I mean, I haven't played it, but everyone seemed to be into Battlefield 1. Yeah, I haven't played like, it that either. Seems well, like that was pretty true. Successful. That one went over well, apparently. I played the yeah. multiplayer. I thought people hated the single player stuff, though. The reason they liked it is because the it, multiplayer stuff was good. Well, of course. Like, most people play those games for the multiplayer. Sure. I don't. That's why I'm excited for this one. I want to see how they okay. do this like story or some, how they try to do a new story in World War Two that hasn't been done before. Because guess what? They've all been fucking done before. But whatever. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, I feel like if you're looking for like a real good shooter with a story, Call of Duty is like not the way to look. There's plenty of great shooter games. With I disagree. Cool stories. Black Ops games were great for their story. I'm not saying they're like bad. I'm just saying like would or I should ask you, would you say those like rival stuff like like Bioshock or or uh, Titanfall 2? No, but those all came came out in different years. It's not like they all came out in the same week or anything. Well, no, I I don't think that's that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like if what you're looking for is I just want a shooter with a great story. Then right now you should play Prey, and then maybe in six months you should look at World War II. Call of Duty. Maybe World, look at World War II. Yeah. Or WW2. I don't know what the official WW2. title. Let's just call it WW2. Yeah. Makes more sense. WWF. I was going to yeah, say, exactly. we're going to confuse it with wrestling. Oh, no. <laughs> then then the story is going to get real good. Yeah, exactly. You know Video how it goes. Are WW1, WW2, WWF. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> WWF. TNA. Gets in there somehow. Yeah, you got to have the TNA in there for sure. Um, Nintendo announced the new 2DS XL. Infuriating me personally because I think it looks real nice. <laughs> and it actually does, does look, look real super nice. nice. Yeah. Because that old one looked like looked dumb. Yep. Yep, it does. It was just weird wedge thing. Like it looked like a toy. This one looks looks stylish i like that it has the beveled edge because i don't like how my new 3ds looks when it's closed it looks like two flaps of meat closed together <laughs> not like rested in each other so basically to, what i'm saying comparison. is i'm going to buy this and try to hawk my 3ds xl on kijiji like that's actually going to happen so um okay so like I'm, i got up a comparison thing here just to kind of go through what's new about it so the price is gonna be 150 yep um the 3ds xl is 200 yep. um the 2ds is 80 um so basically this thing is exactly like the 3ds xl it's got the other it's got the second analog stick you know for all those games that use all that um the second uh shoulder buttons uh but but it does not do 3d that's basically the only thing it's missing yep I'm okay Which, with this. I think that's yeah. Um also there's two colors. Um there's like oh. a dark gray with a blue. 
I only saw the uh, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's dark gray with blue, and then there's white with an orange accent. Oh, what? Japanese exclusive? I didn't. Is it? I think it is. I'll look that up right now. I'm looking it up. I thought we were getting the two colors because I know Japan was getting like the Monster Hunter one that actually doesn't look like butt. Um, Oh, I don't like that orange. I thought we were in the two. No, I like the other I kind of do. Fun fact, uh, the podcast app I use, Overcast, those are the two color schemes of the Overcast app. Orange and white, and then uh, well, I mean, it's kind, of a, kind of a dark green blue. <laughs> portal, yeah. It's, well, it's video games. It's, it's, it's video all games. video games. Orange <laughs> and blue, yeah. So it makes sense. I wonder if those colors just like test well in markets or something, because they're everywhere. Like maybe even Breath of the Wild, the shrines the are orange and blue. People, maybe? I, maybe? I mean... I don't see why that would affect you're still going to be able to use your thing if you can't tell. I don't know. Anyway, um, because it used to be red, blue, red and blue. Then it changed to orange. Maybe it's just oranges and not as abrupt of a color or something. I don't know. It's <clears throat> weird. Um, OK, other different. So data storage and games. Uh, the new one comes with a four gigabyte uh, micro SD card. Uh. So does the 3DS XL and the 2DS, I guess, came with a standard SD card. Sure. Uh, it can take 3D photos. You know, all those times you were taking a 3D photo with your 3DS. I tried it once. So, yeah, I guess. Yep. Yeah, exactly. You do it like one time and you're like, huh? Yeah, that didn't work. All right. <laughs> and then and you play Face Raiders once and you're like, this is dumb. <laughs> yeah. This is a stupid game. That sounds about right. Um, uh screen size same as 3ds xl yeah uh here's a i thought this was kind of pretty silly uh for the dis, uh, resolution it's 400 by uh, 240 which is the same as the 2ds which is not the same as the 3ds on the nintendo website the 3ds xl can do 800 by 240 because it does 3d so it's there twice that's it's actually, like, sh- it's shut up. You're doing 400 by 240. Well, this is what a thing, doing? is that that's almost bordering on, like, falsifying information in your yeah, advertising. They, they they do say that. They say 400 per- pixels per eye when using the 3D oh, feature. fuck off. It's 400 just, just like, pixels yeah, per yeah, eye. Down. Calm down, calm down. <laughs> 400 pixels uh, per The eye. size, it's like 0.4 inches smaller I guess okay. uh, probably lengthwise. Otherwise, it's the same yeah. height and width. Um, same when folded. Okay. And it's a little lighter. It's the same uh, same weight as the 2DS. Uh, this thing seems great. Yeah, it does. It for looks sure. so nice. Yeah, um, I like it. I like it a lot. Yep. <clears throat> uh. However, I currently am in the boat of please stop making 3DS games and put them all on my Switch. As somebody who doesn't have a Switch, keep making 3DS games. I'm okay with it. Make a port for a Switch. I'm good with that, too, for when I eventually do that. There you go. Uh, John, did you find out uh, the colors for North America? Uh, That's the problem I'm having right now. I keep finding European ones that mention the orange one, but I can't find any North American ones. Nintendo's North American website only mentions the black one. It does only mention the black ones. So where where is the orange one? Is it just Japan? Uh, Europe apparently is getting it. Europe's getting it. Hmm. Okay, I'm seeing Australia and New Zealand are getting it as well. 
trying to find out as well. Here we go. Um, so probably worldwide except North America, maybe. So maybe that's the one you should get because it'll be rare over here. Maybe. Um, kind of interesting that they brought the hinge back. I thought the whole point of the 2DS was like, your kid can't break this. I'm going to be yeah, honest with I'm you. Not... I didn't know what the point of the original 2DS was, so yeah, sure. Well, it was supposed to be it... for kids because they were always like, kids can't use the 3D feature because, you know, it'll mess up their eyes. Yeah. So we made one that's like four really it... young kids that can't see it... 3D. They it was the cheap the kid version. That's exactly what yeah. it was, the cheap kid mm -hmm. version. <clears throat> but now it's like the cool, like, teen version. This is like the teen. No, this is the better version. I like no, this. That's version. what I'm saying. It's like yeah. the better, cool, hip teen. Like the kid grew up and now, you know, he went, he's in the middle of puberty and he's like super hip and trendy. Right. Maybe he got his got first more. mortgage. My Is God. teen? Yeah. <laughs> I hope when, not. When did you buy your first house, Sean? Jeez. Maybe they got pregnant. <laughs> pregnancy. Oh, God. Um, all right. Uh, moving on. Nintendo is not doing a live press conference again at E3. That okay kind of makes sense yeah yep. they do their own thing they, anyway so they'll have a nintendo direct sure mm -hmm. um this is what i'm really interested have, in is the next one yeah hang on before we get there do you think mm -hmm. they're gonna have multiple games on the show or they're gonna do just one game like they did for zelda and it's gonna be mario i hope it's just one game and it's mario because i don't really care that's the one i want to see more of right now that is yeah i would like that but i mean splatoon does a lot for them and that won't be out before right. e3 no, that so, makes sense. As somebody who's never played Splatoon, I couldn't care less about it. That Mario, okay. though. You should play some Splatoon. It's not bad. Well, I would have to get a Switch probably and just do the new one when well, people play are the first doing one. It. Yeah, but I don't own it. Otherwise, I would have. <laughs> and I don't want to go out and buy okay, it yeah. just for a few months. All right. Um, okay, yeah, I just saw this today. There's a there's barely any info on it, but there's a Deadly Premonition board game coming. Yeah. I'm so in which this is super <laughs> weird. So yeah. if you just go to deadlyprem.com, there's a countdown clock. It looks like a, a little under four days. It's a so deadly premonition, the board game, a game of innocence, incrimination and murder. <laughs> Great. Uh, there's also a <laughs> teaser trailer on Facebook, but it's basically just the same thing as this website. And they're kind of zooming out of the coffee in the middle. So you know, there's nothing really else in there. Uh, you hear um, York uh, talking a, a very little bit. There's really nothing much else to that. Um, this is super weird. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming it's probably going to be like one of the Sherlock home board games where there's like case files you go through and there's like specific cases, but I, I have no idea. That makes sense. I really don't know. Um, how Do you think it's going to be like wacky? Like how wacky do you think it's going to be? Hmm. I don't know. Here, I get, here's the question. Do, how much deadly premonition is going to be in there or how much is it just going to be like solve the murder case? Is this going to be one of those like I want it to be like one of those VHS games where just life is <laughs> yeah. beautiful is just playing in the background and randomly like you'll hear Agent York be like, Zach, can you hear me? If you're currently playing right now, you need to roll a three. Otherwise, you lose a turn. Yeah, that would be perfect. That, that would be the best. Like, yeah. See, what I'm wanting is I, I want it to be a VHS because I want it to be like randomized a bit, but just 
So maybe it's like an app or something. And just every now and then he just talks about a movie for like seven minutes about how he just <laughs> loved Jaws. I'm into this. You know what yeah. I mean? like, He's so good. Yep. Oh. I like that. Or yeah, or like when they're explaining the instructions to you, the music's just playing too loud, like the background music. <laughs> like these are all things I'm wanting for that. Like, oh man. Realistically, it'll I'm, probably I'm, be like not that impressive or fun, honestly. But yeah, we can dream. I hope. It, I, I'm 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 super interested. I can't believe they're doing this. This is so weird. But I, so I'm definitely interested. Um, what is next? Let's see what we got. Oh, a uh, small thing. I reviewed a game, Really Bad Chess, a couple of months ago. It's on iOS. That game is coming out to Android. It was free on iOS, and I would recommend it. So Android, May 18th. Cool. Okay. If you like chess, and then uh, you like having just weird pieces, like like six uh, nights. So it's a fun game. <clears throat> uh, Mario and Rabbids. Rabbids. Great. Yep. Is, is coming to the Switch. Ubisoft is doing this. So the Rabbids are back. Who's excited? Hooray! Let me hear you scream! Wah! Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess because Ubisoft hates us. Uh, the rabbits are back. Uh, what's it called? I just uh, want to make a note here that Sean yep. put this in our document as rabbits are back because fuck you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, one of this fall's big Nintendo Switch games will be Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Apparently, it's been rumored for quite some time. Oh, yeah. I didn't okay. know this. We, we've talked about it on Me the neither. podcast before. What? Yeah. <laughs> when? When was this announced? How do you not remember this? This was like four months ago. I don't remember this at all because nope. of how bummed I was this week when this happened. Like, when did was was this at a Nintendo Direct or something? No, it was never like, mentioned in a direct. It was just a rumor going around for the longest time. It actually might have been around. Um, actually, never mind. It wasn't a couple months ago. It was January when they finally revealed the Switch because that was right before the tra- the uh, actual reveal of the console and everything. That was when they put out like there was rumors going around that this was a real game when we talked about it. Okay. Yeah, this has completely left my my brain. Um, the game is going to apparently have eight playable characters, which include Mario, Luigi, Yoshi, Peach, and four rabbits dressed as Mario, Luigi, Yoshi, <laughs> and Peach. Of course. Great. Um, in this picture, there's a rabbit with a squid on his head. They all look like they're screaming at you. And Mario, uh, it just looks like Mario. What is it's an RPG. Coming August or September. Ubisoft's making it. What is okay, the game's selling points. Turn-based combat. Two-player local co-op. A goofy sense of humor. The art we've seen features Mario and crew wielding guns that shoot laser beams. Uh, all right, so I guess yep. it's kind of like the Mario and Luigi RPGs, maybe? I don't know. John, are you excited? I mean, I'll play it. I, I like the Rabbids, but like, small-like, if that makes sense, because I only how, ever played... How many played... Rabbids games did you play? Because I played I the first one, and I, that I was, was it. I was going to say, I played the first one, 
and I played Rabbids Go Home. That's all I played. Okay. I never touched anything else since. I've heard the other the games since then have been garbage, but the first one was good. Was and Rabbids Go Home was a weird, fun game. I actually, I kind of think I remember hearing Rabbids Go Home was not bad. Yeah, because it wasn't a mini game collection. It was like an adventure game, or like yeah. an action adventure game. Rather, I wonder if I played any of that. It's the one where they're in a shopping cart and they're stealing things to build a tower to go to the moon. Yeah, for some reason, I I feel like I've maybe I just saw like a bunch of it at an E3 or something. Anyway, um, do you remember when they were doing a Rabbids TV show? Yes, um, with like the connect or actually, something. Did that happen? I think. I thought it was called like Rabbids TV. Well, there, uh, Rabbids Invasion, American French animated series. Apparently, it is real. No, uh, Rayman Raving Rabbids TV Party is that? One? No, that's a game. That's for the Wii. Uh, first episode aired August third, twenty thirteen. Rabbids Invasion. Apparently, is what it was called. Aired on Nickelodeon. I thought there was like an interactive like Connect TV thing. Oh, there was a Connect game. I don't remember what the hell it was called, though. Oh, but I thought it had some like it was more of a than a game. I thought it was a TV thing. Oh, maybe it's just Rabbit's Invasion, the interactive TV show. On the Microsoft Store and that that website. OK, that link is broken. Yeah, OK, here we go. Here's a link to it. I'm going to put it in the chat. This is just a, some website The Rabbit's Invasion, the interactive TV show. Someone reviewed it for the Xbox one. I don't even okay. Looks like I used your avatars. This is too much rabbits talk. I'm getting sad. <laughs> um, Darksiders three got leaked and then quickly announced. Yeah, makes I'm sense. Stoked. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm cool. I'm pretty excited too. What What is your guys' uh, history with the Darksiders games? Played a bit of the first one. Seemed good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great Zelda game. Yeah, it is. I heard two um, wasn't as good from some people. I never checked it out myself. Neither of you play two? two? Two, I heard, did like a weird looting system that threw yeah. a lot of people off. Yeah, that's what so I heard. I, I think I played it probably about 10 hours of, of uh, two. I don't think the looting system was weird. Like, it had loot and, like, you know, colored loot and everything. Uh-huh. Um, I always thought it was just, like, fine. I don't know. For whatever reason, I just kind of didn't get around to playing too much of it. Okay. Uh, it was enough. it was less Zelda it, for sure. Like it yeah. was definitely less like the Zelda formula, and it was more just kind of, uh, you know, like action platformer. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was like I would say that game was good. Okay. Yep. So I think I think people maybe just wanted more Zelda again. Yeah. I don't know what. There's no. We have no idea what um, the third one's going to be. There's just like a CG trailer. It involves Fury, the sister of the Horseman, or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about yeah, this. I need to the see third more. one. What's the fourth? What's the fourth horseman? What do you uh, mean? War, famine, pestilence. Yeah. Wait, and, and fury? No. Famine and pestilence, because the third one was death, wasn't it? Oh yeah, duh. How could I forget death? So you just listed five. No, war, fury's not uh, a conquest, horseman. Conquest. Fury's not war, a horseman. Fury, conquest, no, the, war, famine, and death. Those are the yeah. actual four horsemen. Yeah. Okay. Fury. They even say in this trailer, Fury's like the sister of the horsemen or some dumb shit. I don't know. I need to see oh, more thought, of what they're doing here. I thought maybe she was like, like they were all siblings. So it just meant, you know, here's another one. Here's another horseman. 
horsewoman, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we don't really know where it takes place. Um, but the ending of that first game is like they set up like a really cool thing that's about to happen. And then yeah. the second game is a prequel, I think. Or it happens at like the I think it might happen at the same time. OK, that remember. makes sense. But whatever it was, they didn't deliver on that ending. That's probably why uh, people were disappointed, because that ending is great. It's like, you, like when it's happening, you're like, oh man, let's do this. It made me mad um, that the game was over. Like, that's a good ending. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it gets you ready. So hopefully this touches on that, but it doesn't seem like it is because of like, because like war is all chained up and stuff. Yeah. So I mean, I, I don't really know, but um, I don't know. Who knows where it'll go places. Um, I hope it's good. I like those other two games. I, I think, I think now's a good time. It's from a uh, THQ Nordic. Yep which is not THQ. Um, well, now it is. Nordic just... Well, no, the, the company's called THQ Nordic, but this is just Nordic Games, and when they bought a bunch of THQ franchises, and then they rebranded themselves as THQ Nordic. But I understand it is a lot of the same team from the last two games working on it. Cool. So, well, that's I a good sign, good. at least. Yeah, that's good yeah. news. I like that. All right. Uh, people in the chat are saying it's war, conquest, famine, and death, and sometimes conquest is replaced by pestilence. Well, that's why I thought pestilence is one of them at least. So not yeah, I, crazy. I remember hearing pestilence a few times. That's why. Mm -hmm. Just yeah, that stuck for me too. Uh, okay, we got info on the Breath of the Wild DLC. So there's two packs. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and an, and the second pack is the cool one with the new dungeon. But for whatever reason, you have to buy them both if you want them. They do not sell them individually, which just seems weird to me. Sounds like sure. a very Nintendo thing. It just sounds like this first, they just know the first DLC is not going to be that interesting. And, but they want to get a little bit more money out of you so they can raise the price. But anyway, um... Let's see, first, first thing in, I guess the first... Uh, piece of DLC is the smart map, which is in addition to the map that will track where you've been over the last 200 hours. Then uh, and you why? Can change oh, I guess I get why. So you can see what parts you haven't covered at yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. And you can also make it like less, uh, you know, less distance and stuff. If you don't want to do all the way 200 hours, it's kind of interesting. I, I wasn't expecting that from Nintendo when they said a new feature for the map. I thought it was going to be like, you know, a sixth pin that you can put down. Hooray! Which actually, actually speaking of uh, of new pins, um, oh, there's one that you can put down a pin like right where you are. Hmm? Let me see. Um, uh, that's the normal sure one. I'll... Oh, I know what you're talking about. The warp uh, pad that you can put wherever oh, you are. Oh, sorry. It's a warp pad. That's right. That's right. I'm just going to go through in order with this this uh, article, so I'm not mixing things up. Um, adding to your navigation options is the travel medallion. Oh, this is what I was just talking about. Um, which you got, you'll find it in a chest somewhere, and then once you open it, you can set a single point on your map and make a fast travel point. Someone's making a lot of noise outside. Um, <laughs> then there's a horde mode called the trial of the sword. Uh, when you get to a certain sacred location, you can take on the new Trial of the Sword challenge, face an onslaught of enemies one wave after another. Link starts the challenge without any equipment or weapons. 
When all of the enemies in the room are defeated, Link proceeds to the next, clear all the trials, about 45 rooms in total, and the true power of the Master Sword awakens. What? Okay. <laughs> uh, so I guess it upgrades your Master Sword? Good, because it kind of is semi-useless. Yep. Um, there's also a hard mode. In hard mode, enemies gradually regain health. Oh. Um, so take them out as quickly as possible. All enemies are powered up by one level. For example, red bacoblins in normal mode are now blue bacoblins. Enemies can also have higher maximum levels than they would in normal mode. Uh, look up. You may also find enemies and treasure chests in the sky. And it looks what? like a couple... Yeah, it looks like a couple enemies are on uh, rafts that are being held up by balloons. So maybe enemies will fall on top of you now. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which that just sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you're going to be like gliding around and then this guy's going to come flying at you. Um, all right. And for aesthetics, Majora's Mask is an item you're going to get. And it, uh, which I don't know if it does anything. You get a tingle outfit, which is pretty funny. Yes. It looks like you get Midna's helmet. I, they also didn't say what that is. You get phantom armor, which looks like it's from, um, spirit tracks, the spirit tracks and phantom hourglass. You get a Korok mask, which looks like Link's just wearing a Korok. Mm -hmm. Um, and it helps you find Korok seeds, which thank fuck for that. (laughs) That should have been uh, in the game to begin with. So that's all of the first DLC. Uh, which the second one, they said, is going to be an ex- a side story and a new dungeon. Which that sounds like, that sounds great. That's actually what, what I a, want. What would be a side story, <laughs> yeah. though? Like, I don't know, just a, just a, you know, a mini thing. I, that's, yeah. That sounds cool to me. I'm, oh, I'm, no, totally I'm, I'm excited for it, but I'm like, what is it with Link? Is it before things happened? Is it after things? the end of the game what is it so with your little brother bink <laughs> what he was doing while you were sleeping bink. no they're gonna bring back linkle linkle's finally gonna be official now yeah there you go <laughs> or it's what tingle's actually doing is tingle in breath of the wild no is he somewhere maybe maybe this is what tingle's been up to could be anyway um i think this article doesn't say it but i'm pretty sure this has to be the one where you get the switch shirt uh, so Link can wear a, a Switch branded T-shirt. I thought I thought you just got that with the season pass period. Yeah, so I'm assuming you would get it with the first one, maybe. I don't know. Well, no, like you got you already get that like day one if you bought the pass, you get that. Oh, you can wear it now. Is what yes. you're saying? People have already been wearing oh. the Switch shirts. Cool. Does it give you any upgrades? Uh, no, I believe it's actually not that good armor. Yeah, Big that surprise. makes sense. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember if I, I... I never actually... I don't think I bought the season pass. Makes it so game. enemies can't touch you. Makes it so buying DLC through the Switch is 10% off. <laughs> you know what? I'd be down for that. That would be kind of cool. It makes it so if you want to buy DLC, you have to buy two at once for some reason. and You can't buy them individually. <laughs> right. Um. Anyway, this is weird because, like, I don't think i really want anything from this first one i mean this trial by sword one seems kind of cool um but to be fair i don't i don't really play breath of the wild for the combat i was thinking the other day most of the time when there's an enemy i just run away like i got stuff i want to do instead of fight you uh so the combat's like my least interested thing 
Um, but apparently you got to buy both of them together and the bundle is 20 bucks American. Oh, good news. I looked up how much armor the switch shirt gives you. Okay. One. Yeah. One. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Worth it. I, like, I don't know if you upgrade it or whatever, but yeah, uh, <laughs> apparently it's just worth one armor. Hmm. I'm assuming you could upgrade it. I wonder like what it takes to upgrade. Yo, can you die it? I hope. I don't know. Apparently, if you sell it, you can never get it back. That's one of the warnings in the description. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's dumb. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, anyway. Uh, so that's coming uh, later this year. Yeah. Uh, Danger Zone got announced. These are X uh, Criterion people. The, these are the people that made Dangerous Golf. And it's Burnout's Crash Mode. Nice. Hopefully it yep. does better than uh, than Dangerous Golf did. Yeah. Uh, in the press release, they straight up are talking about like Burnout 3's crash mode in this. Um, so hopefully it's good. It's not the Burnout thing I want them to make, but uh, I'm glad they're, they're getting closer. This is a step in the right direction. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, and this comes out actually next month on PC and PS4 for $13. Uh, my hope has gone down a little bit. Well, I mean, it's it's going to be just it's just crash mode. I mean, there wasn't a ton to it, right? I guess, but. So hopefully it's good with what they do. Yeah, these screenshots look like there's a lot of explosions. Yeah. OK, that's a oh, uh, I Paul, added I something here. This next one is yours. Yeah. Resident Evil Code Veronica X is coming to PS2 Classics on PS4 next week, May 9th. So there you go. You can buy that game that's coming out again. It comes out all the fucking time, but there it is. Another another version to buy. Yeah. That's it. All right, last bit of news is we hear uh, our 2017's entries to the Video Game Hall of Fame. Okay. I didn't really know this was a thing. I guess they've done it for the last three years now. Yep. Um, 2017's games are Halo Combat Evolved, the original Donkey Kong, Pokemon Red and Green, and Street Fighter 2. What a weird list. Apparently, yep. let's see what the, the, the other, the other finalists, the other eight finalists were Final Fantasy 7, Microsoft Windows Solitaire, <laughs> Wait. Mortal Kombat, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, Mist. Portal, Resident Evil, Tomb Raider, and Wii Sports. I think some oh, of those I, have more of a right to be on here than what's on here for these four. I don't think uh, well, Donkey Kong uh, should you, be on hey, here. Do you guys know what's in the last no, two years? No, Donkey Kong should totally be on there. It basically no. saved Nintendo. Donkey Kong's garbage. It's a garbage game. So... I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read the last two years because Wait. maybe maybe that'll ease you. Okay. I didn't know about no, this. No, no, no. I kind of don't care about this. How do they choose? Like, what's up here? Is it be like how important it is in like the history of gaming? I guess. Like, how do they decide what's important? Well, here, let me read what's in the 2015 and 2016 classes okay, so you can cool. get a feel for it. Yeah, yeah. 2015 class: Pong, Pac-Man, Mario Bros. or Super Mario Bros. Rather. Tetris, Doom, and World of Warcraft. Okay, starting off easy. Sure. World of Warcraft, really? That e that early? Yeah. Wow. A lot okay. of people. A lot of people. 
But like 2016 class. Tier, man. Sure. 2016 class. Grand Theft Auto 3. The original Legend of Zelda. The Oregon yeah. Trail. The Sims. The original Sonic the Hedgehog. And Space Invaders. I don't know if Sonic hangs with those in that list. I, that's probably the only one where I'm like, really? I, I was about to say, like, well, that's the one good Sonic game. So Sonic 3. <laughs> I mean, uh, here's the thing. I like Sonic games. Th- that doesn't hang in that list. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> I'm surprised it got in there before, like, looking at the 2017 list, like, any yeah. of these games. I'm surprised Pokemon took this long for what that did to, like, mobile gaming RPGs. Like, yeah. Wait, have you said Minecraft yet? No. Okay, calling Wait. it. That's in next year's. Yeah, yeah. For, okay. I'm surprised it's not in this year's. I'm Here, let me see if there's too. more. If those are the only ones that were added, six games. Right out. Six games. Yeah, I think that those actually might just be the only ones. Yeah. That's surprising. What? I don't really know how you get into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's kind of what I want to know. Because, like, here's the thing. Halo Combat Evolved is a great game that did a lot for console shooters. But Doom is a better shooter that was on PC, (laughs) and it's already been recognized. Like, this is the thing. It's like, Halo should be on here maybe as a recognition for what it did for console shooters. But, like... There's better shooters that came out before it. Yeah. Just straight up. That up. doesn't matter. There's there's better games than Donkey Kong. There's right. There's better this games is, than Donkey Kong that are already here, but it's This still is what I'm getting at, is that like, why are we going for softballs already when there's already probably other games that could like I think Pokemon should be here. Like po- I'm more confused why there's only four games joining this list when each other That's year true. added six. And like the runners up or whatever Sean was saying, like I mean, I love Resident Evil and Tomb Raider and these old games, but I don't think they hang either. I can. What about Microsoft that. Windows Solitaire? That one, I'm a little confused because Solitaire you know, the Windows is a card. Windows 10 version has ads. This is the thing: is that right. it's a card game. It's a electronic version of a card game that's existed for years. <laughs> but All right, okay. here's what you're saying here's is it's legendary. Here's the thing I found from a previous okay. year. Okay. Uh, apparent, apparently, the first year where they added Tetris, World of Warcraft, Super Mario Bros., Doom, Pong, Pac-Man, they had 15 finalists. Oh. So then, here, they threw a, here, then they threw a dart here, at the wall, and it hit these <laughs> six. <laughs> here, here are the ones that didn't make it in the first year they did this in 2015. Angry Birds, FIFA, <laughs> Legend of Zelda, Minecraft, Oregon okay, Trail. Yeah, Minecraft. Pokemon, The Sims, Sonic, and Space Invaders. So most of the ones that didn't win in 2015 I see. won in 2016. Yeah, or like they're going on and on. I get it. I see. Okay. That's kind of interesting that Angry Birds never came back because you can literally see like, oh, this was a fad. Yeah. Did that movie come out? Is there an Angry Birds movie yeah. out? Last year. Yeah, it, did. it came yeah. out and it's like one of the top 10 highest grossing movies in China. It, like it set records. <laughs> It actually, I believe it is actually the yeah, highest grossing I mean, video game we, movie. We all went and saw it. Like, you were there, too. Don't you, you don't remember? You oh, loved my it. God. Get out. <laughs> I need to get out of this simulation. <laughs> it's <laughs> short-circuiting. You don't remember when, the, or the fact that you are an Angry Bird? We all became Angry Birds. <laughs> I just, like, look down, and I see, like, this beak. No. 
we are. <laughs> yeah, just hands up. They're oh. like feather arms. <laughs> all right. Angry Birds movie is the second highest grossing video game adaptation of all time. We are Angry Birds. What's and the first? Angry Birds are we. We say that every time we wake up in the morning. What'd you say, Paul? What's the first, if that's the second? Warcraft. Prince of Persia. Yeah, that makes sense. Sure. That Prince did very Prince of Persia well is number overseas. three on the list. Prince of Persia is oh, really? barely under Angry Birds. Okay. Wow. Weird. Hmm. Cool, man. Oh, my God. Need for Speed is on this list. Wow. All right. I was just going to say, all these movies suck. Like, I don't think these are... <laughs> I don't think you need almost, to be a good movie. Almost every Resident Evil movie is on this top 15 list. There's, I mean, there's not that many of them. I wouldn't be surprised if Adam Sandler's there Pixels are a lot is somehow of on this Evil list. Movies alone. <laughs> it's a top 15 list, and most of them are there, or all of them are there? Uh, it's a top 16. Let's see oh. here. Uh, how many are, them, are there now? There's six? I think there's, there's seven. One. No, six, yeah. There's two. There's Is Final three. Fantasy Spirits within there's in there? There's four. There's five. There's five on this list. Is Advent Children in there? No. That also wasn't like in theaters, and it's also not live action. Or I guess no, it doesn't be live action. Uh, it just wasn't in theaters. Hmm. Or did is this? Were, are we just talking about China? I can't remember. This, I believe, is worldwide. Okay, worldwide, yeah. I mean, China, they love a lot of stuff that doesn't do well here, for sure. Forthcoming list is organized by worldwide growth since international tallies are uncharacteristic, uncharacteristically higher with this genre. And the domestic grosses, frankly, are pretty sad. Okay, cool. cool. How okay, do we well, even get on this? I don't know, but that was the news for the last two weeks. Yeah, uh, there you go. Let's, uh, let's go to the questions. Yeah. <clears throat> People want to send questions in. It's top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, Facebook group, discord, John's PO box, Reddit. Anyway, everywhere. To, here is uh, one from one press L2P. Okay. Due to the recent Bomberman patch that John says has improved the game drastically. What other games have you experienced that came out? Not 100% worth it, but ha- has had a patch that has drastically improved the game. Oh. Almost every game that's early access. Yeah, like the patch that actually releases them is a pretty good one for sure. I feel uh, like that doesn't count. Sure, I, I, that's understandable. I, yeah, I'll give, I'll give you that one. Here's, here's, here's an answer that also kind of doesn't count. I hope Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Sure. The theory is every single game that can have a patch gets better every time it has a patch because they're fixing it. The theory, but well, they're asking like I it, know it drastically. Got drastically better. Oh, I'm also trying to think. I I don't typically play that that many games over the like a long enough period to experience like both versions. Sure, air quotes. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, here's an easy one. Uh, No Man's Sky. I mean, oh, yeah, you're probably I right. I just didn't play it after that patch, so I can't. I didn't confirm. play it after the patch either, but they definitely added that patch that like drastically improved it, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you look in the MMO world, like patches usually add a whole bunch of content 
So like for endgame stuff, a patch will add like a whole new raid. Maybe sometimes if it's like they fixed like how all the characters work, so you kind of relearn your character and like how much damage they can do and stuff like that. Like those are ongoing. So every time there's a patch for those, it's usually a pretty big one. Here's one. Destiny. When they did like the take the Taken King a year later. Apparently okay. that like fixed a ton of the issues and whatnot. Oh yeah, Destiny was a big fix, you're right. That's what that I only played the after patch version, so but I just remember people talking like that. Okay. Um Ark apparently had a big patch. People said when that Ark happened. Okay. All right. Next question. We've got it. I'll grab it. Comet Strider says, Puyo Puyo Tetris came out this week. Which do you prefer more, Puyo Puyo or Tetris? We kind of answered this. Tetris. Tetris. I, I mean... Paul? As I don't have Puyo Puyo Tetris, I have played it. Probably Tetris. It's just... It's a classic for a reason. All right, John, you got the next one? Yeah, I got it. The, the, bar, blah, blah, blah. the Dark Boko sends in a message saying, what are the chances of us hearing slash seeing a spoiler cast for Persona 5 or any other games when slash if you guys beat it? Uh, Sean, you're not even playing Persona 5, are you? No, but most of our spoiler casts are usually two people. So, I mean, if you that, guys could a, do one if you wanted. That's a fair point. I mean, if it's still a thing we want to talk about by the time I finish and I have somebody to talk to about with it, I'll do one. But otherwise, I mean, it's kind of yeah, unlikely. Reese will probably want to be on to do one. So I think you guys should totally do one. Why don't I mean, you if I was playing do it, one? I would do it. <laughs> you and Reese. That's just That's called us streaming. Yeah, exactly. We'll think about it. <laughs> and then I don't think there's any other like story games that are happening right now. I think someone mm. wrote in somewhere asking about Zelda. I don't know how much story there is to that. Same story in every Zelda game. So I'm also not done part. it. So there's that too. Yeah. There's nothing special about this Zelda story-wise, really. Dead in Sky. Favorite game that you wish new players could just skip the opening and get to the good stuff. Oh, man. Breath of the Wild. Um... <laughs> yeah no way disagree <laughs> uh hmm i think some rpgs like final fantasy 13 comes to mind yep although i didn't play past the you know slogging part so i don't know but that's what i heard rpgs with slow starts like in general i think is like the like answer rpg well, yeah. they're not all slow starts, but yeah, they don't get better until later for sure. Most Zelda games, like uh, mm -hmm. Twilight Princess, had such a slow start. Skyward yeah. Sword had the slowest yeah. of starts. I never played Skyward like that, Sword. That, the previous Zelda games before Breath of the Wild, basically. Maybe that's the actual answer. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I'm trying to think of anything else. Um stuff that came to mind was like skipping like a whole game and then i was like uh assassin's creed oh then mass effect mm -hmm. one 
And then I, I was, I was going to say Mass Effect 1, which I'm assuming you disagree with. I think we talked about that recently. Well, I mean, if you could just get all of the experience of Mass Effect 1 instantly without having to, you know, play that thing, that would be Well, I think skipping ideal. implies you, you're not getting the experience. You're just skipping it. Well, then I don't really agree any game should have it where you just skip the opening because it's a story arc, if that's the case. Okay. No, that's fair. Or at least I retract uh, my whole RPG statement. You really shouldn't skip the intro of an RPG if you want to get the good story stuff later. None of that will make sense. I think, I think that's the difference. Is Are you playing it for the story or are you playing it because you just love you know, leveling up and RPG mechanics or whatever. Sure. Then my answer would be like an MMO, like World of Warcraft. Skip all the grinding stuff, go to the end game stuff so you could play with like your friends or whatnot. Uh, he has a second question. Uh, you guys have traveled by plane a lot. Sean with going home to Calgary every so often. John with cons. And well, I don't really know about you, Paul, but I was wondering if you guys had a Nexus passport or not, and whether or not it really makes a difference in saving time at the airport. No, uh, no. I don't because I usually travel with Reese and because she's from a different country and she doesn't have the equivalent in that country. It'd be pointless to use anyways. So. Is this like the, the pre TSA thing? The, like, the yeah, pre, like global, global entry, I believe is what it's called yeah, in okay. the U S the one where you like, you pay like 80 bucks a year or whatever. And you just like get checked out. Yeah. Like what? At one, ne- once. Ne- Nexus is basically the equivalent of that for Canada. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. No. Nope. No. I, most of my flights are international anyway, and uh, I have to go two hours ahead of time. So, I mean, I got to kill time somehow. Might as well wait through security. Mm-hmm. Although it's always a treat when they don't make me take my shoes off. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Jim... Rodan says, do you like or not like when games have multiple endings and why? Also, do you prefer when the ending you get is based on the entire adventure of the game or when you get to choose your own ending right at the very end of the game? So I guess the first one is, do you like or not like when games have multiple endings? I think it depends on the length of the game. For and how like, they do for, it, too. Yeah, like Persona 5 has apparently like seven endings. Uh-huh. And it's just like, I would be upset if I got most of those. But apparently, like, the game recognized, like, maybe this isn't the ending you want. Do you want to, like, rewind back a week and fix what got you here? Which Mm. is kind of cool. So. Yeah. I feel like most games do the second one where the story is basically the same. And then there's, like, one option at the end. Like, Like, good guy or bad guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's probably, like, when you should just... Okay, I'm going to talk about Mass Effect 3 and how they probably shouldn't have bothered with a quote-unquote choice because it's kind of the same no matter what. Like, it doesn't really affect what happens. They should have probably just written, like, a clear cut, this is what happens at the end of the story of The Shepherd or whatever, instead of, like, making you think you had some agency. That might be a time when that would have worked out for them. I don't sure. know. Multiple endings, I think, are okay. It gives some replay value to a game. Yep, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm even I'm even fine when they do multiple endings and then they like pick a canonical one. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah. even if even if I didn't get that ending, they're like, well, actually, this is this is how we're going to go. Like when that when a sequel's coming out and they're like, we yeah. chose this to be the canonical ending. It's like, OK, sure. I like when there's like a joke ending too, where it's like you died. Yeah, that was the end of his story. Yep. <laughs> like that yep, was that's those are great when that happens. Um, uh, a game that does that really well mm-hmm. is the 999 Virtues Last Reward games because uh, you have to play those endings because they'll give you a little bit more info uh, on how to progress so that that it actually it leans right into that. And as it was brought up in chat, I hear Nier Automata does the weird multiple endings very well. You have to play it multiple times for what I hear. I, for the I'm, true I'm so yeah. interested in that game. Yeah, uh, I think it's probably going to be like the game I pick up like Black Friday and it'll be like I'm going to play it all over the holiday break or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm, for sure. I'm definitely going to play that game before the end of the year. I'm so interested. Uh, oh, sorry. There's more to this. I guess that relates. Uh, I ask this because personally, I don't like it when video games have multiple endings. This is why I still haven't played what is considered to be one of the best games ever made, Chrono Trigger. Would you think it is still possible for me to enjoy Chrono Trigger, even though I'm not a fan of when a game has multiple endings? So here's the thing about Chrono Trigger. There's really only one ending. And you yeah. can, those are just like a bunch of hidden bonus ones you can get on a new game plus. Cannot, yeah, like canonically or non canonically, like the game really only has two endings. Mm-hmm. And like the the like the difference between the two is like, oh, you have an item and you don't have an item, but they still end the, pretty much the same way. The better barometer really is: Do you like old SNES style RPGs done by Square? Because if that is a resounding yes, you should definitely play this game. If it's no, then no. Because multiple, the multiple endings don't do anything really to affect Chrono Trigger at all. No. I'm trying to think of, I'm assuming they dislike multiple endings because from it's like a fear of like missing out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know for sure, but I could see that being the case. If mm-hmm. I didn't like multiple endings, it'd be because... You know, I'm missing out on seeing different content or, oh, maybe I didn't get to do this thing because I chose made this selection. Yeah, um, I've used I'm YouTube if for they that play, myself. Yep, that, that's definitely true for sure. Um, I'm curious if they play any of the Telltale games. Uh, yeah, because that's that's different from Crunchyroll. That one straight is you will miss out on dialogue and character stuff if, you know, for example, you you chose to kill this person or whatever. And that is completely different. Um, I'm assuming they don't if they don't like multiple endings. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, I, we're all for multiple endings. It seems like yeah. I think you're going to miss out on some real good games. Chrono mm-hmm. Trigger is real cool. Yeah, it is. All right, John, you got this one. Oh, this one's perfect for you. Yeah, sorry. I had the cats here for a second. Just give me a sec. Uh... Matthew writes in with the NPD numbers. He says, NPD has been tight-lipped about numbers, so there is little in the way of numbers, though I was able to find out the following. Much shorter than usual. Uh, Switch sold about 900,000 units in North America, which I'm guessing this is April's numbers, or... Yeah, I guess it would be April's numbers, because that's when the Switch came out, basically. Yep. Um, Breath of the Wild, 1.3 million, over 900,000 on the Switch alone. More copies sold than the Switch itself. Hmm. Horizon Zero Dawn. Just North America. Uh, yes, this is just North America. Oh, okay. Hang on, I have a cat in front of me. Give me a sec. 
Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, one plus million units sold, including digital. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. thanks. (laughs) Lie down, please. Uh, One plus million sold, including digital, 650,000 if physical only. One, two, switch, about 180,000 units, nearly one million worldwide, which, okay. Uh, Snipper Clips sold 350,000 units worldwide. Bomberman sold three hundred or five hundred thousand units worldwide. I believe this is the best in the series that the series has done since the N sixty four days, which I could believe. Uh, my question is: With the success of Super Bomberman R, what other series do you hope comes back in a big revival? Pretty much any of Konami's IPs that they ignore, like Contra, uh, mm-hmm. Gradius, any of those. Yeah. Yep. I feel I like this question is just what what what's your favorite game, and you want a sequel for it? I'm assuming. Yeah, it kind of is, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, like, of course, I'm going to be like, Burn Up Paradise 2. Mm-hmm. Really like F Zero to, like, make a huge comeback and do very, very well. Just play that Wipeout uh, spiritual successor. That Red Out or whatever? Yeah. Re- yeah. I've been looking at the into same that. thing. Yeah. yeah. Kind of looks like it. I just like fast racing games. They're neat. Sure. Um, John, have you been playing Mario Kart? No, I have it, no. but I'm just not. I've not had a chance because Persona. Okay. And we were busy with uh, other stuff this week too. Like we, we went and got Reese's permanent residence. But you played so. uh, Mario Kart Eight. Yeah. What made you want to get this one? Because it actually added in the battle mode. It added actually in okay. the good part. I guess I didn't really play much multiplayer of this one. Um, but anyway. Oh, yeah, permanent residence. Speaking of which, the reason I went up to Calgary is I got my visa. Nice. Congrats. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so that was great. That was awesome. I get to be here for another three years. Yay. Um, yeah, my answer is Burnout Paradise 2, obviously. You want that to come back in a big revival. Yep. Or just like great need for speed games again. Sure. Yeah, that'd be like the last few have just kind of all been like middling a little bit. Agreed. Oh, man. Someone just like leaf blowing outside my window. I'm going to close that window. Okay. (laughs) We're we're almost done. We're almost done. I could hear it. (laughs) Last question from Amanda. If you to choose between Twitch and YouTube for showing and making game content, what would you choose and why? Twitch, because it's more fun. Yep. What he said. Also, there's kind of that whole thing people are saying where people aren't getting paid much on YouTube anymore. So I'm sure yeah, they agree. That's another thing. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Did we do the last question? Oh, I guess I, I don't really have much of an opinion for this one. Yeah. We yeah. Did. We already read We're it done. out. We basically already said our piece. Cool. Uh, God, I can still hear that leaf blower. We should wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. uh, games of the week Persona 5. Uh, Prey. Uh, mine is probably Poyo Poyo Tetris. Nice. Cool, yeah. All right, we will be back next week. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and uh, we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.